um, a lot of the way we like think about relationships is assumed. Like if you think about things through the lens of monogamy, uh-huh. like you assume a lot about what a relationship is. But like even if you're not poly, yeah, or you like try it and it's not for you or you're not interested in it, like it's just a reminder that like a relationship can look like so many whatever, different, yeah, yeah, like whatever you want it to be. And you can structure it like however you want. Well, just recently I've been like noticing that when someone introduces themselves, it's not, I, I don't assume anymore or not as much that it must be X, Y, and Z. So mean? like a friend recently was like, um, my girlfriend kissed someone else. And I was like, okay, cool. Wait, is that cool? My first <laughs> yeah. reaction wasn't be like, oh, I wasn't scandalized by it. Yeah. Because I don't know, LA is just so unique in that way where everyone's a little queer everyone's a little open everyone's just like which isn't the case necessarily but my mind was like oh that's cool Mm -hmm. they came home to you still which tells me a lot but that's the thing like you could have a relationship that's technically monogamous but you agree like when we're at the bar like we can make out with people and that's it like i feel like that is a form of poly though am i wrong i got i mean well but I just you gestured to, to Kai, yeah, like, to say more. yeah, which doesn't make any sense. But, <laughs> but like, everybody, so everybody, like, defines, like, cheating yeah. differently. And I don't even know that you have to go that far. It's just, like. Well, to some people, that would end their relationship. Well, I feel like to, like, make a, a scenario, let's say we're dating, you kiss someone. To me, it might not be an issue unless you had feelings for that person. I think for I think, me, it would and I don't even know if that's an, an issue, issue that just needs to be a, a conversation. Mm-hmm. I was talking with someone recently who is in an open relationship, and they've been together for a long time, and they they said it works and has worked because they, from the beginning, were like, "I see myself in this kind of relationship," mm. and they've kind of been building towards that. It's like you literally value the same things in a way, and you you say, "This is the goal I have for what I want." They've been working towards that. Mm. And that, I don't know why I've never thought about it that way. I always thought it's like, oh, this is how I spend money. Or this is how, like, I I want this, my family to look like this. I thought it was that kind of values. Which it still might be. Oh, like like what, like how you want to live your life. Right. Like what do I envision Kaivon in a relationship? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Wait, I was. And then how do you fit into that? Sorry to bring you back to a place of the ultimatum. (laughs) Are you sorry? (laughs) No. Um, but I watched The Ultimatum and then <laughs> um, recommended it to someone and he went off and was like, watch The Ultimatum, but then we were watching it together and we were talking about like, because a lot of the, um, the the premise of that show is like somebody in a relationship gives their partner like, okay, we either have to get engaged or we're breaking up. But then a lot of the partners, like guys specifically are like, well, I don't want to get married because, like, financially, I'm not in a place where I want to get, like, like I can, like, be married. Like, right. they just wanted to, like, achieve certain things before that. Right. But then a lot of the girls were like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, if you really love someone, like, you will grow with them and it doesn't matter if you're married or not. I don't, okay. But then Weird. I, like, was seeing it from the perspective of, like, that makes sense to me. Like, I would want to be financially stable before getting married right then i was like talking to this person about like kind of what we thought about it and like do you need to like be 
Because my thing is like, oh, a relationship's different though. Like I don't, I don't feel like I need to be making a certain amount of money to like have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Well, but like some people that, yeah. do. Like some people are like, oh, I, I do want to like be at a certain place in my career yeah. before I can like have a partner. But for me, it's like, like I, I, I would feel that way about like a husband. I don't feel that way about a boyfriend. Interesting. On a personal note, it's like. I don't want to enter into something if I, one, don't have the time or the money to actually entertain them. Does that make sense? I'm not out here trying to foot people's bills or anything. I will to some extent, but like maybe a younger me was like, you need to look like this, this, and this to be able to even be ready to date someone. Yeah. Versus now it's like, I I think what matters is the time that I give someone and like. Yeah. And ultimately, that just kind of rocked my world that like you could be like, this is what I want. Out of this relationship. Because, yeah, also, like, I'm kind of discovering, like, as I, you know, have been dating, like, what – I think I was – I am have been very much, like, oh, I want, like, a relationship. I want a relationship. But mm-hmm. then I'm, like, what does that actually mean and what does that look like? Yeah. Like, how much time – how many times a week do I want to see this person? Yeah. Do I want It's granular. Wanna, huh? That's very, like, logical breaking it down that yeah or like and or how like do i want to have a partner where i introduce them to my friends and we all hang out in a group yeah or do i want to like like introduce this person to like my family like how involved do i want them to be in my day-to-day like what kind of stuff do we do together Mm -hmm. like do we just hang out at each other's houses and like chill and like cook dinner together or do we like to like go do specific activities together and like like it's it I'm getting very kind of like at this at this stage in my life I feel like I'm kind of reevaluating like what I want and also realizing that like it depends on the person as well mm. like something that like that you can't like just have a vision of like okay I want this and then like see who fits into that mold you kind of have to like build this shit together true let's get started Before we're getting we into a deep topic <laughs> <is so> deep. <laughs> before the show even starts hi everybody Hello. my name is taylor my name is kai and welcome back to another episode of no, no follow-up, follow-up questions. questions the show where we talk about the booms the bangs and the blunders of living the year 20s this air feels magical mm, you you caught us on a a hot on a sweltering, sweltering Los Angeles. The way I got a Sunday. notification on my phone that says, be careful, it's hot. <laughs> I was stressed because Spooky. my boss was like, I want to go on a hike this weekend. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, like a three or four hour hike. And I'm like, I don't have the time. Oh, was he inviting you? No, I was like, I don't have the time if like you get heat stroke to like <laughs> airlift you to safety. And he was like, wow i can't believe you'd say that like you must not care about your job that much if you're not willing to like carve out the time to take me to the hospital that sounds really problematic the people should know that he's joking no he's joking okay (laughs) yeah totally joking Mm -hmm. but i was like you're right like i should work hard (laughs) (laughs) let me know if you if you die this not you becoming friends with your boss it's fun you should read our text conversations how are we doing give me give me like a two-word um, yeah or nay. This morning, uh-huh. we were struggling. Okay. Struggling a little bit. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Yeah. But right now, uh-huh. I'm feeling good. Good. Um, 
You look great. Thank you. Yeah. We're both stunned for each other. And for what? Huh? And for what? I said we're both stunting for each other. I'm like, Kai is wearing the most incredible pants. I look like I'm about to read a, a like a lead like a praise rehearsal right now. Uh huh. They're like they're like old school. Go with me in your head. Hulk pants. They're that color purple. Taylor's so lost right now. Uh huh. Our no, listeners understand. They're with me. Hulk pants. Hulk purple, mm-hmm. but like high waisted to the point where the pants are almost up to my nipples, mm-hmm. and they still drag on the floor. And they flare, baby. They Wide flare. flare, flowy material. Yes, mama. So yes, good. Yes, God. Yes, God. <laughs> Please. <laughs> We're feeling very homosexual it's, today. It's still Pride Month. Someone yesterday... I'll wait. I'll wait until we get okay. there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're experimenting with the, the format of no follow-up questions because we really we're in our care about experimentation the, era. We care about this podcast yeah. and we want to help it grow. What's funny is I, after the last recording session, I came out of like we finished recording and I was like, Taylor, I want to talk to you about where we're going. Wait, Kai and I and had she a, started sweating. We had a DTR conversation. <laughs> Determining the relationship. He was like yeah, like legitimately, if the words that you were saying, I, like, I could have gone about it in any other way. No, you're like, I've just like really been enjoying like what we've been doing, but I just kind of <laughs> wanted to know like where you see this going in the future. I like, literally said, "What are we?" <laughs> he literally was like, "What are we?" Like, you know, do you see us like being more serious in the future? Like, or do you want to you know keep it more casual? It was so like. <laughs> DTR and I was, it was like so dramatic. Wow. Me being a cancer for real. Oh my god. I well, I was like, hey, I want I want us to like hit a hundred followers. Yeah. That's my goal. That's been my goal from the beginning. Um Y'all wanna, twenty of you are hanging on strong, but yeah, and I appreciate all of you. Amy, Maxwell, Mikey, others. Hi. Others. Anonymous Loon. Anonymous Loon. I literally texted Mikey and I was like, I know you're anonymous loon. <laughs> He was playing so dumb with me. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I know you're fucking anonymous. And like, don't even. What if it's not him? That's. <laughs> He's like, what are you? What is I know you... it is, but he was playing babes? so dumb with me. He's like, what are you talking about? We're experimenting with the format of the podcast. We are. So I thought it'd be fun to start off, you know, this episode with a icebreaker. Ew. Sure. Hot take question. Hit me with it. Um. And this is, listeners, I'd love to hear your thoughts Please. on this. So I saw this tweet on Twitter. Where else? Okay. No. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a tweet by Gigi. Hadid? Their at is I'm Material Girls with a Z. Multiple and of them. they tweeted, making fun of girls who openly love their BF is so lame. Please direct that anger towards the absolutely insufferable breed of, ugh, I like men, unfortunately. What's the difference? Here's the thing. Yeah, okay. Right? Lots, lots to talk lots about. Lots to unpack there. Because I felt called out by this tweet. Which one are you? I am the... Openly... No, I'm the, ugh, I like men, unfortunately. That's you? how I feel. Sorry. Huh? What? Happy Pride. I forgot I came, I forgot I came out last night. What'd you say? I forgot I came out last night. Did you? I, I turned to you and I, I was like, I'm camera. gay. I have it on camera. No, you do? I, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but Taylor, we've been nooses. Whatever. I need to stop. Maybe I retract it. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, so I felt very called out by this tweet because I love to make fun of people who are in love. That is my one of my favorite yeah, hobbies, is, pastimes. Pastime. Is this allowed? Yeah. 1000% but that this tweet made me think is that 
is it lame of me? Is it hate? Is it me sipping on too much haterade to mm. be like, love is fucking gross? And I'm like, ugh, I can't believe I have to have sex with this man. Like, <laughs> I think, I think both are kind of lame. Like hating on those groups of people or being both being in love is lame. Not being in love, but being like I'm in love. Do you understand the difference here? Uh-huh. Okay, okay. There's there's a difference between, like, I love this person and being like, hey, world, I love this person. Mm-hmm. Which, my go off. My boyfriend did this. Oh, my God, my boyfriend would love this. Like, oh, my God, my boyfriend should come. Yeah, my boyfriend like, said, like, they want me to come home, so I'm, I'm going to call it a night, guys. Uh-huh. That, that, that versus, like, the girl who's like, or it doesn't have to be a girl, but the person that's, like, talking shit because uh-huh. <laughs> this person is in love. There's a follow-up, like... I think both are equally... So maybe they're not the same person, but they are both equally insufferable. Yeah, because the the follow up to this tweet was like the same you know same person said saw a TikTok of a girl saying she loves how relaxed her boyfriend's presence makes her, and another girl duetted it like the lengths straight girls go to justify their boyfriends doing the bare minimum. Girl, she just loves him. Jesus. That's funny. I saw a tweet or a TikTok, um, recently. On TikTok, I might add. Uh-huh. We're on TikTok, TikTok you guys. We made a no fucks pod TikTok. Please follow Unfortunately us. and very unceremoniously, I redownloaded TikTok on uh-huh. my phone. So you can't make fun of me anymore for okay. doing it on Reels. End of an era. End of an era. Um, beginning of a new one. Question mark? Okay. We ship host everywhere we are online, mm-hmm. just so you know. Um, the TikTok was like, um, get, it was a girl getting a compliment because her, her, her partner was like, you make me feel so comfortable. And then it cut to her like kind of uncomfortable and if she was like yeah i make sure that everyone around me is comfortable <laughs> trauma response oh okay i also i kind of agree with you because it is like hurt like the follow-up about like the tiktok of you know the tiktok of it all let's talk about how weird it is to make a tiktok about how relaxed you feel with your boyfriend like oh wow there's a certain That's energy that that shit. emulates that is it's almost like you're trying to justify to yourself or get validation and I might be reading way too into yeah. it, but like, that's that's sometimes the energy that I get from those 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 posts online. Yeah. It's like, girl, why do we need to know? Making yeah, I think making fun of somebody for being happy is like okay, haterade, but like, but like public like posting about how like in love you are, like oh my god, I love just like being here with my boyfriend. That's annoying. I'm sorry. I think we should. I should have the right to make fun of that. I think you should. I think everyone should have the right to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. I think if you're in love, be in love. If you hate love, hate love. Mm-hmm. I think that this this like rush to have a hot take about somebody else is exhausting. Us yeah. having a hot take right now. <laughs> so ironic. So meta. <laughs> I just think it's exhausting. Like, I, I'm trying my best to to stop attaching shame to things in my own wow. life so let's say i love superhero movies which i do uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. i have to be proud of who i am do you know be who you are <laughs> for your pride i think yeah there was a time where like it is cringy to be like i i really like this person and i want you to know about it stop gagging stop gag 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 okay but wig <laughs> Um, but like, how fucking dare you be mad at someone for, for being in that headspace? Do you know what I mean? But I am. But it's only because you've been hurt before. (gasps) Think about that. 
Yeah, I think like the. Also, that has nothing to do with you. The okay, the tweet saying like the insufferable breed of ugh, I like men. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I, I think there's a little okay. I think that's very int- like nuanced because I have like been exploring this in my own life. Like I kind of identify as a ugh, I like men. Unfortunately, brand of girly. Yeah, but that's because I have been hurt before mm-hmm. and be. Like, just when you think about, like, the trauma and pain of, like, the patriarchy, it is really difficult to navigate as, like, someone who's, like, dating men to not, like, fucking hate them. But then it's, like, well, if I'm really going to have, like, if I really believe that it's possible to have, like, an intimate, healthy relationship with a man, Mm -hmm. I cannot approach people that I'm dating to be, like, you're a fucking man, like, you're going to fuck me over, like... You know what I'm saying? It's very oxymoronic. and right? But, like, that is the truth. To be simultaneously uncomfortable and sometimes scared around a breed of person mm-hmm. and still be attracted to them. Ain't that fucked up? Whoever Whoever's in charge up. upstairs, I have some words. I do. Oh, but who's worse? Mm. The people who are, like, so in love with their boyfriend or the people who are, like, ugh, I hate men? I, I am going to say something and then follow it up with an explanation. Okay. People that are like, ugh, I hate men. Okay. Only because part of me is wary of the fact that, like, that's trendy right now. Yeah. It's trendy to say that. However, like, even if you do believe it, there's mm-hmm. this, like, fuck men these days. But for you, for you. For you. I think that. It is a very real reality that a lot of people are have been hurt by men and will be hurt by men. And, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry. Do you know what I mean? But, like... <laughs> and I'm fucking sorry, okay? I'm fucking sorry about I'm it. I'm an ally. <laughs> I'm a man at the end of the day, and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. I'm really sorry. I think that it's easy, and a lot of men do this, too, to jump on board and be like, fuck oh, men these days. Oh, my God. That annoys the shit out of me. I think past a certain point, that loses its power. Like, the yes. flavor is bland. It's like... It's like trying to eat mac and cheese when you have COVID. It's just mushy. I should be a fucking that was poet. Beautiful. Or never online ever again. Um, that's the only reason. The other side is like I can tune that out. You love your mm. boyfriend, great. Go do that elsewhere. Yes. You don't need to be in society anymore. You like. <laughs> you guys can go lock yourself in a room and be happy together. You won. I think. But I think I think the. The tweet was saying people who openly love their boyfriend. Like, yeah. we'll share it on social. We'll be mushy I'll just and block you. Unfortunately, I think the latter is worse, but I yeah. do entertain that side more often. Yeah. I think, I think, same. Yeah. Even though I am personally more annoyed by the people who are in love versus people posting misandrist takes. Yeah. But I think that, like, if I'm going to, if I am gonna date men, I cannot like be approaching it from a place of like you can. Like I I can, but it's if I am if I believe that like I've had some like deeply held like mm-hmm. really when you unpack it like problematic views about men just mm-hmm. because of the experiences I've had of like I don't think men are really capable of like emotions or intimacy and like. I don't think that men feel emotions as deeply as women do. Well, and that's also, that's the patriarchy in a lot of Yeah, like, instilled in me. That's interesting. And, or, like, 
I believe that like, this is so like, this is, these are dark thoughts, you guys bear with me. <laughs> like the, the thought of like, um, men will just like wait until like they're ready for marriage or a relationship and then pick whoever the fuck is right next to them at that point. It mm. doesn't matter. They don't really care about somebody's personality. It's just about like who's next to them when they feel like they want someone like thinking that like like nobody's ever really going to truly see me because men are not capable of that like just shit where I I have internalized this patriarchal belief that like men are like less emotional beings Mm -hmm. or they're not capable of like certain levels of complexity here's the thing though like all of that is so valid because to some extent you've seen it exemplified and that's why you hold it deep down but you also have to look at that and say this is like this isn't necessarily true yeah this has been fed to me and fed to these men and so we are like upholding that by believing this yeah and so it behooves you and the people you're dating to tackle that right yeah but it's It'd be dumb to be like, oh, I have never been hurt before, so I'm just going to not think like, like that. Yeah. I think like... Because it, it is a matter of self-preservation because unfortunately, your biggest threat in life is men. No. And you're, you know, like I'm, who am I statistically most likely to be fucking killed by? A man. Exactly. Intimate partner. Or, like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it is really scary, but like I can't like be approaching people and thinking fundamentally that they're like brain is not as like <laughs> developed as mine cuckoo man brain yeah like that's really the level that it's at for me which is really fucked up yeah and i don't want to approach people like that both have both sides have their issues yeah and both sides are also valid but i think that um almost the person having this hot take is the most annoying out of the that's three. so true <laughs> you know what we don't have to direct hate towards either group of people let's okay because it's understandable and justifiable to behave in both God, ways. Did we just hand out participation ribbons? Metaphorically? I This was not meant to be like a this was <laughs> meant to be a thought starter. I, I do be thinking. Let me tell I you. I am thinking. I am thinking. I'm sorry I said all that misandra stuff. No, I think there's gonna be a lot of people that agree with you. And it is very interesting. Cause I mean, at least for me, I'm fucking sensitive as I'll get out. Yeah, I have a lot like, of emotions. And I'm not I've always known that to be true. And yeah. so I don't have the capability to see other men as less emotional than me. Does yeah. that make sense? And honestly, being friends with you has helped me like, this is really fucking stupid, but like, I'm like, you are a man that I love and like feel safe with <laughs> and like can like talk about these things with. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, you know, I can't talk to Kai about like by this emotional experience because like he can't get it. <laughs> but why am I like... Well, all I that. all I can say is that a lot I would say the majority of the men, of men have the capability to understand and comprehend and even participate in this conversation. Yeah. I don't think a lot of them allow themselves to or mm-hmm. have been raised to look at that and be like, "Oh, this is what it's like to be a fully-fledged emotional being." And that is a, a result of this fucking world we live in. It's like men aren't incapable of it. They don't have like little peanut brains. They just like pretending that they do, even if it's not conscious. And that's really tragic. That's why women are the best. Fuck men these days. I'm trying. I know. I know. 
Okay. I'm trying to get you to stop trying. Please. That was, <laughs> wow, that was a really, um, thank you so much to um, Gigi, Gigi at I'm Material Girls. Material Girls. For sparking this <laughs> conversation. Yes, 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 yes. Um, <clears throat> Now we're going to transition to the second part of our program. Oh. <laughs> transition music, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if I can do that. Where we talk about like a pop culture find, something we're interested in. So Taylor and I simultaneously... At the same time, um, coordinated efforts decided that the the hit show Trixie Motel. Trixie Motel. Is it? It's it. Guys. It is. I like anticipated liking it because we're Trixie Motel fans. Mm-hmm. We love her. But this show, Trixie Motel on it, Discovery Plus. It blends a lot of genres that I like. Yes. It's not super dramatic. But mm-hmm. it's literally a man in a wig. So, like, it is. Mm-hmm. It's HTTV, but, like, colorful. Yeah. It's Palm Springs. So gay. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's snappy and it's good television. It's so good. Like it. And the guest stars are so great. Oh, my God. Like, okay, so the format of the show is Trixie and her partner, David. Mm-hmm. David. David. <laughs> They purchased a like rundown motel in Palm mm-hmm. Springs and are renovating it mm-hmm. to make their own little motel. I wish someone would renovate me. Please. Anyway. So they go room by room with this like really dope designer and like pick out like themes for each room and mm-hmm. they have to like they they give it like a little bit of like a time crunch by being like we have to get it done before Pride. <laughs> Which they did successfully. Which they did. Which is cool. Um it's my goal to be able to stay there. It is a, like an up and running. Oh my god. Motel right now. God, maybe for our one-year podcast anniversary. When we get our first ad check, that's what it should go to. Mm-hmm. No, we have to buy some shit. <laughs> We're doing a free ad for fucking Tracy Motel. And I'll do it Plus, again. So. You want to know why? We love it. Because we no, we went to see a Trixie show last we night. We did. And sh- that's a real-life woman right there. A talented Bro. being. Trixie is so good at so many different it's things. It's actually kind of frustrating. It's insane. But also inspiring. But also inspiring. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, she literally is like, okay, I want to be a DJ that now. That was rude. <laughs> that I was referencing the Miranda Cosgrove. But Not Miranda I, Cosgrove, Vanessa Hudgens. What's the difference? Oh, did you see her reenactment of the last uh, episode of Euphoria? No. She's in a cow. She's like, it's the, like, are you in the play? Why are you dressed like you're in Oklahoma? I'll show it to you. It's really good. Stellar. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, Trixie was like, I want to learn how to DJ. Yeah. And she learned how to DJ. We... Uh, y'all, that show was fucking lit. So fun. It was lit. Um, So it is Pride Weekend in LA. It is. There was a Pride Week last week yeah. in WeHo. I don't know why. Why there's two. But like, Pride the whole hey, month, yeah. Hi, gay. Hi, um, gay. <laughs> um, and so w- w- I found this post on Instagram, Trixie is DJing, come to this place in Hollywood. And so we get there. The crowd was interesting because mm. it was like a whole lot less draggy than I thought it would be. Because you, okay, so you got there significantly before I got I there. I got there trying to get in because if you get there before 10, you don't pay. We got there at 10.07. <gasps> Paid $25 to get in. The drinks were $18. Pray for me. Anti-slay. Yeah, not a slay, but it's going to a good cause. Drag queens everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get in there and you you drink and you dance and then they take you into this huge back room and there's a stage and projections and Trixie comes out mm-hmm. and it's just like, where the fuck am I right now? Where am I? We are living in our glory days. But Trixie was on stage and is just as radiant and like 
I don't know, unreal in real life. Yeah. So tall. She's wearing this like 80s wig and like outfit. She had like jazzercise clothes on. It was. But like these neon yellow pumps. So. It was interesting. It was so sick. Skinny. Skinny. Waist gone. Skinny. Not there. I was like, uh. <laughs> Skinny. Skinny. Such a good like banger after banger uh-huh. after banger. And we got to meet. Um, the like our boyfriend, yes, who was on the show, and then the designers were also there. It was just like, what a weird moment! Gigantic slime, yeah. But let's talk about this this night really quick, yeah. Just let's just recap really quick. So, I got there before Taylor because yeah, Taylor so was coming from I was seeing okay, she so watched I watched seven different plays last no, night. No, I only uh, saw three plays yesterday. That's a lot. <laughs> well, it's the Hollywood Fringe Festival, sure, in LA as well, famously, and, huh? The famous Fringe Festival, yes. Yeah. So it's, like, there's just, like, a bunch of plays all happening kind of, like, in a a concentrated area in, um, like, Hollywood. And so I saw three different ones yesterday because I'll be reviewing them on um, another podcast for the um, site that I write for, Stage Raw. Are you going to do, like, a shameless plug? Um, Yeah, so catch me on Stages of Our City. I meant on their show for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, maybe. Okay, shit. But I saw like three shows and then um, the last one got out at like around 10. So I went home, changed, got cute. Slammed some alcohol. And then I, and then I drank because I've been trying to um, drink fewer, drink less. Uh-huh. Drink fewer <laughs> drinks, drink less in total. Yes. So I don't have like a lot of alcohol at my house. Mm-hmm. Responsible. But what I did have was like a third of a bottle of vodka in my freezer and pickle juice. Yeah. 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 So we had like a um, dirty martini. Just one. (laughs) Couple. (laughs) A few. Just slamming pickle juice. Slamming pickle juice and vodka. Yeah. And then like I was having a really hard time getting an Uber and then finally secure my Uber Kai had said, Trixie's coming on at 11.30. I'm like, great. I'm supposed to get there right at 11.30. Perfect. I show up. There is a line around the block. Yeah. I got in the back of my line and I was like, God damn it. (laughs) It's over for me. And the line is not moving. Not moving. I'm going to lose my job. (laughs) (laughs) It was, I was like, do I, do I just fucking leave? Like what's going on? But then I really wanted to like go in and see the show and hang out I'm really glad you made it in. Yeah. Um, so then I fucking waited in line for like, like 30 minutes. Yeah. It was not moving, not moving, but then finally they started letting people in. And then I got to the front of the line. He's like, well, do you already have a ticket? And I'm like, no, I'm like buying a ticket here. He's like, well, then you have to stand in this other line. Rude. So he sent me to the back of another line and I was like, I I, I can't do this. <laughs> but then the bouncer was like, we're going to get you all in. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I eventually you. get in. But then as soon as I got in, I started having a lot of it fun. It was so much fun. It was so much and fun. And you came in 11 on the energy scale. Yeah, I was so excited. Yeah. Um, it was fun. I already drunk. Yeah. Then pickles hit. Well, because I was like, I was sobering up a little bit in the line, yeah. which made me, I was like, and you realize you're standing in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. I was getting a little scared. Rancid. A little scared. Yeah. I saw Alec Baldwin star on the fucking. I stood on Queens while I was waiting to get wow. in. Wow. Yeah. Legacy. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> well, so while, while we were waiting for you, I was just pounding Palomas. And so oh. what, here's what happened. I was at the bar. Some lady named Karen, literally Karen, but she's an old uh, black woman with dreads. She comes up to me, Aiden, I'm with Aiden. 
We're both tall. We're both wearing vests, and our shirts are undone, so we have belly buttons. We yeah. Have, you, you Ty Hayden looked fucking hot last night. Uh-huh, as you do. Anyway, I we were talking to her, and she's like, y'all are so – you just bring me so much joy. And I was, I was like, why? She's like, y'all are so tall and so pretty. And I'm like, okay, shit. She was like, it would just make my night if, if you guys would just, like, give me a kiss on the cheek. Okay. Not lying to you. Did you? So we leaned in and gave her a simultaneous kiss on the cheek. And she, like, giggled and ran away. This, like, middle-aged woman. I'm obsessed with that. We gave her something to tickle her, her little raisin to way in the city. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, so you we were drinking. You did not say tickle her raisin. And what about it? Hey, um, we were standing kind of near the entrance waiting for you to get in. And some stranger walks up and is like, how gay are you? Great question. Have you ever been asked that before? Yes. By who? Me? You. <laughs> but like a stranger and like that phrasing of it, I was like, I looked at my watch. I was like, what day is it? <laughs> well, what did you answer? Um, I don't know. I gave like a, a number. What number did you say? I said like 60%. I said like a Kinsey four. Um, wait, what's the Kinsey? One is? A zero is a problematic straight person. A Kinsey six is like... Slay to the max. Strictly. Someone who's strictly dickly. Dickly. <laughs> What's funny is you look up the Kinsey scale. Um, I think the the phrasing of it is really funny. It's like someone who's in the middle is like like a three is like you are you're you're mostly heterosexual and more often or like a lot of times you are like incidentally homosexual is the That's, phrasing. That actually is it's me. really funny. It's like it, it phrases it like it's an accident that you're gay or straight. That's good. No, I actually find when you said that a feeling of acceptance and peace just wash <laughs> over me because that is that is what I am. Well, what was so fun about yesterday and kind of the people that I were with is that no one was fully straight. No one was fully gay. And it was just kind of like, let's everyone just dance because it doesn't really fucking matter. And that's how I think life should be, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves because the person that asked the question, I was like, okay, how gay are you? And they're like, oh, I'm all the way, baby. And I was like, okay. Do you want a fucking prize? Do you? Also, what does that even mean? Like, and to they be came like, up and they're like, this is my boyfriend. I was like, I don't fucking care about your boyfriend. But to like be like queer or bi or like pan, like, it's not like that is less gay than someone who like no. strictly like sleeps with their same gender. Absolutely. And I feel like. There's such a weird people need to put people in boxes yeah. to like oh you're with a man or you're with a woman so you must be this or that. Mm-hmm. And that erases so much of people's queerness and that yeah. is in my opinion some of the best qualities about a person is their ability to like love and and be loved by other people. So mm-hmm. um that was really fucking deep for no That's reason. That's really serious. <laughs> um somebody came up to me at the bar I was, okay, I was, like, feeling myself. I had, like, pink eyeshadow on. Beautiful. In honor of Trixie. Mm-hmm. We'll put a picture on the Yeah, I don't know if I took Instagram. any good pictures. I have the, the one. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was just, you know, waiting to order my little vodka soda, like a little fucking whore. And then <laughs> so, <laughs> someone came up next to me, and he was like, wow, you're, like, so attractive. And True. I was like, thank you. This person made both of our nights, and we'll get to it. Okay. And then he was like are you an actress? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I used to be an actress, but then I sold out and I work in TV. <laughs> and he was like, I work in commercials, so like, I feel you. And he was like, your nose is perfect. Guys, Taylor's like, nose is perfect. Thank you. Because like, okay, I know that it's like a nice <laughs> nose, whatever. 
But then he was like, whether it, you know, whether you're born with it or whether you got work done, like it is so good. Great and job. I was like, all natural, baby. Uh-huh. And then he made me turn to the side uh-huh. to see my see my profile, and I was like feeling myself so hard. <laughs> and then who else said I was I looked I was attractive? Everyone you walked by. Like people were like. Yes. Hyping me up and I felt so pretty. Well, this crowd was great because it wasn't strictly drag people is what I mean. There's a lot of straight people there and a lot of people that just went both ways. Yeah. And I think that was the perfect place to come out, Taylor. So It was so fun. And then, but then my friend who complimented my nose Uh made a reappearance. Well, yeah. So when you entered the, the chat, you showed up, this person walked up to me and I... I really respect this person, but like the energy was, a li- it started out bad. Mm-hmm. They came up to me and they're like, oh my God, you are so beautiful. Can I take a picture with you? Red, no. That's, that no. is very weird to me. I don't like that. I don't like taking pictures with you. I've been asked to take pictures with people's girlfriends. I've been asked what? if people can touch my hair. Oh. Um, I've been asked if my mom or my dad is black. Like, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. I'm not a fucking zoo animal. Leave me alone. But yes, I took the picture with them. I was very reluctant. The picture turned out so god awful. Well, I mean, it's like dark. It's like a club. It was dark. Um, But Taylor walked in right when the picture was being taken. And so she's in the front of this picture. Oh, wait. Yeah. So, but this person came up and it was like, you are so gorgeous. And I want you to know that like, you can have anyone in this room. You just have to ask. And I was like, okay, shit. Maybe I'll believe you for now. And then he turned around and he was like, that's my boyfriend over there. If you like wanted to come over and like hang out with us, you could. And I was like, thanks, babes. Just hit a dance. Do you know what I mean? You started, you started speaking in a British accent. I've been talking to myself in a British accent exclusively. Accent, sorry. Exclusively a week. Wow. Like recounting my daily issues in a British accent. Some days I'm from Manchester. <laughs> Sometimes I'm an Essex girl. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so offensive. It's like, I'm so excited for Love Island this summer. <laughs> A new islander has just entered the villa. The way I get into these accents too, Essex is, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Manchester's, I'm done, bruv. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) To get into like a weird, nasty accent, I just say, I'm Michael Caine. It's disgusting. I'm like having an image of like an alternate universe you like in in Manchester. In Manchester. With your fucking um, joggers. Like, and you're just hanging out on the street. Lass is mad ping bruv. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're playing, you're playing um, football with the boys. She's a, that's a tenor right there. <laughs> <laughs> this that's is my like, type to a T. Sorry. When Sometimes when people do accents, it like unlocks a, a portion of their personality Absolutely. that is hidden. And Whole new bitch. That okay. is for you. That Uh-oh. is you with your fucking Uh-oh. Manchester. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Being wow. other people is fun. Um, anyway, so the <laughs> night goes on. This person disappears, proceeds to go tell Taylor that her nose is perfect, which it is. Um, later on in the night, shows up. And um, Taylor's like, oh, my God, this is the one that told me my nose is perfect. Mm-hmm. Comes up to me and Aiden. Aiden disappears with his bitch ass. Yeah. But this this person is like, my boyfriend is right over there. And I'm like, I know. I can see him. And he's like, he he gave me permission. And I just wanted to ask you if like, you'd like to make out with me right now. And I'm like, okay, forward. Love this. I was like, um no thank you like i really really am flattered by this you are so sweet and kind and y'all are cute but like i'm i'm just here to dance and he was like i totally understand you're not into it love it and i was like the energy radiating off of this person right now magical okay but i'm sorry i'm thinking about how embarrassing it is to go back to your boyfriend and be like 
He didn't he want said Well, no. no. The boyfriend came up and like hugged him from behind and they started dancing next to us. And so I was just like, yeah, but to build up the courage to ask your boyfriend to go make out with another person and that person being like, no. <laughs> but like, would you have made out with this person? Me? Yeah. If they, I don't think. No. It was like a lot to process. Yeah. And you started it out by asking if I would take a picture with you. Yeah, the, yeah. It's also okay. We are in COVID time, so if you're going to be making out with someone in a club, like it better be. Show me your Vax card. Yeah, you really want to make out with. Yeah, and look, me and Tay, we have those antibodies. They are fresh, but like I'm saving them. Yeah, I'm saving them for the right person. It may be a little anxious. Yeah. To be like in a crowd, again in the club. I was rolling the dice. But then last I was night. like. If I get COVID a one third month time. after getting COVID, <laughs> so bad. it's like I can only take like so much brain damage <laughs> from this virus specifically. My sense of smell is already like fucked up. It's not, she's not. It's okay. A hundred percent. Long motherfucking story short, I had time. a whole bag of jelly beans. No, the the night was wonderful. Trixie was wonderful. Yeah, great DJ. I had a great. It was like it was the perfect little squad. And I would recommend watching Trixie Motel. Please do. On Discovery Plus. Yes. It's like a renovation show. Mm-hmm. You get to see Trixie and her relationship. You get to like meet designers. Yeah. It's like the special guests. The special guests. First so one is fun. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump. Now that we're 45 minutes in, what are mm-hmm. we talking about today, Tay? Curating a vibe. Yes. So we've kind of talked about rancid vibes and what was the first one? Just like catching a vibe is what it yeah. was. So this time... I want to, like, let's bring it into, like, some more specific scenarios, right? When I think about the intentionality of making a vibe, let's talk about, like, your life, your your house, your, like... Yes. What you keep in your car, how Mm -hmm. you... What you fill in your closet. Like, what is precious to you in that way when you're building your, like, persona? Yeah, I feel like, honestly, I have in my life historically like not paid very much attention to creating an aesthetically like curated Mm -hmm. life like I have never really been super into like fashion or clothes like like in college I'd be like okay whatever's like cheapest I'll put in my like room Mm. but I don't really care or like I don't care if I have like a shitty car or like I don't care if like this shit doesn't match with this other shit. Like, it, it didn't really, like, it didn't really phase me. But I feel like recently I've started to pay a bit more attention to that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like, I, like, listen to, like, what I like a bit more. Okay. And try to, like, incorporate more of that. I, I'm just really into, like, pink. Like, a blush pink yeah. in my house. Um, So I have, like... Like a coffee table and like a matching like. Let me describe Taylor's table. house to you guys. Taylor's house is immaculately clean. Her room is like constantly put together. Lies. Her bed is made every morning. Lies and slanders. She has this beautiful like cottage core vanity station where she like puts on the, the fiercest like makeup in the world. Um, it constantly smells of freshly baked cookies. And like last time I went in there, I found like a twenty dollar bill that had written on it. <laughs> This is yours. It's your lucky day. You are lying and slandering, which <laughs> I appreciate, but I literally live in like a, a studio that was renovated in the 70s, so I have black and white tiles. Minar. Those are a vibe, though. Oh, a huge vibe. Huge vibe. Huge vibe. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, how the fuck do I decorate a fucking studio? Mm-hmm. 
But I'm like, but even like little things that I've been doing, like Rosie got me a really beautiful like bottle of wine for mm-hmm. my birthday. But I like save the bottle and I put eucalyptus, eucalyptus in it. And I'm like, wait, that's fucking aesthetic as shit. Okay, cool. yeah. So even or like, okay, I really like this like, this little painting that I got in Italy from mm-hmm. a street artist. So I have it like framed and hung up. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I wouldn't have done. This <laughs> is what I wouldn't have done like three years ago. I'm going to tell you my favorite thing in your house. What is it's it? It's the little lamp on your dresser. Aw. I love the like, that's like a, a little like vignette I like in your house. It's the, intentional like. The like pink one? It's in, if you were to walk in, it's to the right, the, that far right corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a little lamp on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I got that from like Goodwill. Great. But yeah, it's just, I, I, I think I struggle with. I struggle too, babe. I do struggle <laughs> with like, though, creating an aesthetic mm. and sticking to it. I don't know though if, if what we're describing, that your vibe like, you have a vibe regardless of whether or not you are an aesthetic person. Do you know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Like, you – and you hate when I say it, but, like, a Midwesterner turned L.A. girl. Some, someone who is hot but refuses to believe it. Perfect nose, perfect ass, but, like, crippling self, <laughs> self-pity. <laughs> Don't hit me, please. <laughs> I can't even, like, be mad at you because <laughs> – Because I'm using your words. You just read me. <laughs> But like your vibe is, is like, it is apparent. So like you have one. I think everyone has a vibe. So interesting. Even the vanilla people, the people that look like unwritten journal pages or like tortilla people. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You taste like a vanilla pudding cup. God damn. Sorry. On pudding cups. God damn. We can cut this out, but I need you to hear this. I told Aiden out of the blue, I'm out of pocket for this. He gives off the energy of someone who would just demolish a pudding cup. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. But like, like not even like <laughs> no eat spoon. it. Like just no spoon. Shove it in cup. his yeah. fucking mouth. He like squeezes it into his. Yep. And then like you're like eating out the pudding cup. Eat, huh? <laughs> like aggressively. You said, "Damn, do you eat pussy like that or what?" Yo. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. That's out. You're out of pocket for that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, some people. Some people's vibes are a little more elusive than others, but I think, especially those that have personality, maybe they're the main character, those vibes kind of <laughs> stick out a little more. Okay. Do you, so, you, okay, your vibe, to me, I, like, get the vibe that you're a person who is very put together. Interesting. And a person who is, like, when I first met you, I'm like, he's he's got his shit together, he's unruffled, he's like he puts intentional thought towards like into his like appearance. He's like looking fresh all the time. Interesting. Do you do you put effort into like curating your own vibe or does it just come naturally there, to you? I don't want to say it just comes naturally cuz there was I've gone through a lot of phases in my life when it comes to appearance and even like levels of effort. Um there was a time where I didn't care and then there was a time where I tried to care but I didn't have the tools like I just wore solid colors and fubus oh i used to have these god awful fubu pac-men shoes fubu is for us by us it's a black owned black created clothing brand oh my god i have to look it up they're ugly but they were like a staple it was back when like rock aware was a thing and like everyone shot you remember like what? echo unlimited i did not grow up in the same darling place. i grew up um oh. ethnic if you will so this is a start. it was a style that 
maybe would have made sense if I leant in, leant, leant, leaned into it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, but I didn't know how to dress myself. And then I put a lot of effort into it. And I thought I was cool because I had cool socks. And that was it. And then I met Jermaine. Oh. And Jermaine taught me that no one fucking cares what you look like. No one cares. Either wow. they have nothing to say or they're like, I love your outfit. Otherwise, they're not focusing on you. So wear whatever makes you happy. Wow. And so ever since then... Yeah, I'd like try to match or I'll try to like make a cool outfit sometimes. But like at the end of the day, I put on what makes me happy and I go. Jermaine has one of the most impeccable vibes of like, all time. That meeting her. Jermaine is a friend we met through the coffee shop who now is like living their best life with their beautiful partner on the other side of the country. Oh my God, I miss I'm them daily. Shocked. But they, they, that moment like was pivotal in, in the vibe shift, if you will. Yeah. Because, like, y'all saw me at work. Yeah. And so that's, like, you've seen me outside of work. I do try a little harder when I'm not sweating for customers that want to yell at me. But when it comes to that, like, that shift, it, was, it wasn't, it was like, I'm going to look nice. It was, like, I'm going to do what makes me happy. So that's yeah. the intentional part there. I think, like, you can approach curating a vibe through two different perspectives. Because, like, sometimes I see, to bring it back to a place of TikTok, like. A place of TikTok. Um. <laughs> You know, the, like, that girl aesthetic mm -hmm. or, like, the it's so super, girl. like, the clean girl yeah. aesthetic or coastal grandmother. Like, there's... Coastal grandmother? Coastal grandmother is a trending aesthetic. Okay. Sometimes people will, like, like <laughs> identify a trend that they like. Yeah. And then emulate that. Well, it's interesting, too, watching how that's influenced by TikTok or by movies. Yeah. How the, like, weird maverick mustache is coming, mustache is coming back into style. Thank you. I just want to say... Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. I don't care you're a Scientologist. I care. Thank you you're for bringing your back mustaches. <laughs> thank you. It's not even Tom Cruise. It's homeboy. Fucking Miles Teller. Ugh. Is Miles Teller? Never mind. <laughs> He's so hot. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Okay, whatever. Anyway. Um, but, but some people, okay, some people approach an aesthetic from like, yeah, seeing something and then emulating it. Yeah. But another way to approach it is like, trying to discover your own like taste yeah like what are you drawn to when you're shopping yeah like and that i guess also can come from a place of social media as well where if you see something and you're like oh i really like that yeah like it comes from a more like internal. i think you can tell when someone is like i hate it to say it but like a trendsetter mm. someone that like they have such a specific rosie has a very specific it's almost macabre aesthetic right yeah and I do give her a lot of credit that it might be referential to other people, but it is very uniquely rosy very in my mind. Yeah. Right. Um, and then there's some people that can like try a bunch of different styles on and it still looks original and cool. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to be. Yeah. I want to be able to put on cowboy boots and be yeehaw for one day and then wear a corset the next day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because both of those make me happy. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the goal there is just to, I don't even care what other people think, honestly. But like, if if someone were to be like, "Wow, this person looks like they have it together," if that's a byproduct of that, that's wonderful. Yeah, I almost want to like start putting a bit more thought into it because mm. been, I. I'm oh, sorry, I'm not going to huh? say that. Never no, mind. Go, sorry. Say what you want to say. You've been um, having your tits out more lately, and I love the self love and the growth and we can cut all of this out but like we've been experimenting with loving ourselves well okay because i feel 
this <laughs> I sometimes like think that I can't wear certain things. Mm. Like, oh, I can't wear that. It's low cut. Yeah. Or like, oh, I, you know, I can't really wear shorts. Mm. Like, it's all like things that I have subconsciously followed for like years or even like weird things like, oh, yeah, like when I go to a workout, like when I go to work out, like I'm wearing a T-shirt. I'm not just wearing a sports bra. Like that oh, kind of okay. thing where I am covering up my body almost instinctively yeah. and not and not necessarily because I like that's what I want to look like or what I want to wear. Mm-hmm. It is kind of like a more self-conscious thing, but I don't know. It's like still definitely a journey. Like today I wore like just a sports bra to work out and then I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought... Oh, boy. No, but what I love about that is, like, every day you try something a little bit more outside. Because, like, I remember when we went out with our friends that one time and you're, like, the whole night you were, like, I have my tits out. You're wearing the same shirt today. Yeah. And it doesn't even seem to phase you. Yeah. Last night it was the same thing. And it's, like, I don't think you would have done that a long time ago. Yeah. Totally. Like, it was just not – it was just, like, something that I felt like I could – like, I just couldn't do. Yeah. Like, and it was like, it was like somehow not allowed for me or something. Yeah. Which it definitely wasn't when I was growing up. Okay. Or at school. But now, We're like. We're just challenging that a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. now that I can, I'm thinking that I might, I might want to challenge well, it a little that. bit and experiment. Because, like, I want to be choosing things that I like. Mm-hmm. Not just because I'm following some, like, weird rule that i've imposed on myself when it comes to like building a home too Mm -hmm. i hate that i said i got made fun of for saying that once i'm kaivon brown and i build a home i want to do like a architectural digest um my room is a mess right now but i am i am very very into making sure that my house feels comfy and warm and inviting, Mm -hmm. not just for the people that come in, but especially for me, because this is where I want to spend most of my time, period. And so, like, I put effort into decorating my room, and I realized some tensions that I have with my old roommates or with, you know, any roommate that I've ever had, I've never lived with someone who also wants to build a home. Uh who also wants to decorate, who also wants to bring in fresh candles and fresh flowers and stuff like that. Yeah. I've never lived in that. Um, My mom never wanted to decorate or put flowers up. And so I realized that about myself recently. It's like, it's not for anyone else's perception or anyone else's enjoyment, but my own. And so like, it's important for me to build that kind of vibe in my own home. Yeah. Like I feel for some, for so long, it was like, I would just buy shit that was, Mm-hmm. cheap like i'd be like okay i will buy the like the lamp from target and i won't think about it again like yeah. that kind of thing but to to be more intentional about the way you do spend money mm-hmm. to be like i will i'm gonna buy this because i actually like it yeah not just because i'm like okay i just like need something and i'm just gonna like get whatever is do you around. know who rajiv surendra is no. did i tell you about him Mm-mm. rajiv surendra has a i think it's on hgtv but i've seen him on instagram a lot he runs this show where he talks mainly about either restoring things or he considers himself like um, a renaissance man. Mm-hmm. Someone. Oh, who, wait, you have told me about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. This person, like, 
in a way idolizes handmade things. Uh-huh. And the phrase is, we are too poor to own cheap things. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like that hit me because it's like, yeah, I have cheap things and I'm going to own them until they don't work anymore because I don't want to waste them. But like, yeah, it does make you think about what you're bringing into your life. And whether or not it brings joy and whether or not it is like you're going to have to replace it in two years, that kind of thing. Yeah. It also is a place of privilege to to be selective, though. And I I am very aware of that. Um, Because, like, when I had more money in my bank account, I could worry about things like not bringing plastic into my house. Mm -hmm. That was very important to me back then. And then now it's like the grapes come in plastic and so I'm going to get grapes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Really quick, before we end up, talk to me about creating a vibe for someone specific someone is coming over someone's this isn't just for you like we talked about last time if someone's coming over what's the vibe you're creating well first of all my vibe i feel scared i say (laughs) my house is not is not you look yourself in the mirror i look at myself in the mirror i say we're gonna get our shit together and like i try to think about from the perspective of okay i just want to off the bat if you are a man and we've hooked up at my house I just want you to know that is not how it's like <laughs> 90% of the time. I just want you to know I spent the whole day cleaning. Question. Is it different if a friend comes over? Yeah. So have I seen a more raw state of your house? 1,000%. Okay, okay. I love to know that I'm not getting the best from you. Maybe I am. Who knows? <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, that's the best you can do? Well, no, because I I'm think... i a more real you, yeah. It's like a... <laughs> it's almost like... um Like... This is so stupid, but I feel like sometimes people like, like guys, like a like a feminine quality is to like be aesthetic or to like have a beautiful like beautiful things around you. Am I femme? In your home? Am I femme? Stop. No. Okay. Um, (laughs) you can be. I could be. But I feel like that's a that's a like a a trait that people expect women to have, Mm -hmm. and I I it takes a lot more work for me. Some of the grossest people I know are women. Yes. Yes. And I live by that. Yes. And I'm one of them. So, okay, fuck. Somebody's coming over. I think what are the, what are like the triage zones? Oh, whoa. That are most terrible right <laughs> we're, now. We're trauma care right well, now. We, ha- we have to go, do we have to stop the bleeding? <laughs> so I walk, I, I open my front door and I say, okay, uh-huh. where are my eyes Your going? Your neighbors are watching you talk to yourself. I say, where are my eyes going? Mm-hmm. They're going to the um, giant pile of clothes yeah. on my couch. Okay tackle that yep then i i say okay the 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 odor of the trash can yeah take out the trash yeah then i think okay i'm I'm in the bathroom is my sink weird and gross always probably yeah then we look at that i may not get to the random pile of shit in my dresser right but that is not that's just proof that you're human you know intentional mess yeah it's just we we do we do the disaster zones first Mm mm-hmm the speed at which I clean my house when someone is on their way. That's the best way to get me to clean. Oh, I, I never clean unless, unless I think coming somebody's over. coming over. <laughs> if I'm if I'm regularly dating, like, oh, my shit is good. I have something to admit. I was going to have someone over for, um, I don't know, Mouth Olympics. We were going to do the gymnastics in the dark, if you know what I'm saying. Um, clean my house. Um, and they stopped responding and I, I had to sit down and be like, you're a clown. 
You're a clown. This is what it took you to clean your house? Wait, oh, that, like, a, like, um, when I used to live in my old place and had roommates, <clears throat> I was like, th- you know, I was potentially having someone come over. Potentially. And, but I was like debating whether or not I should start cleaning. I'm like, well, I don't want to like clean and then they just cancel on me. And my roommate was like, well, then you have like a clean room. Like, <laughs> like you dumbass. <laughs> like, well, I'm like, oh God, like it would be so annoying if I cleaned and then he just didn't come over. And she was like, well, then like you would have a clean room. I know. I love hating myself at any cost. God. <laughs> um, what's funny is I, I tried to make, I mean, obviously you see my room at various states but like when someone's coming over i don't want you to see my sheets not that they're dirty but like i want my bed to be somewhat made okay yeah yeah there's no like loose hairs in the sink or like the loose hairs always got me all my dirty dishes need to be at least in the sink yeah i always light a candle because god knows what this place smells like um and it is my biggest fear that you'll walk into my house and smell a litter box Uh uh-huh which isn't I like she poops in a box what do you want me to do about it but like it's also yeah it's embarrassing (laughs) so I all I also like to like, let's say someone's coming over. I did it today. I like I had music playing, candle, candle lit. Like there's no debris on the floor. Yeah, it looks good in here. <laughs> it's okay. This uh, isn't a hundred percent. We're at like sixty percent clean right now. I have a question to ask you. That's a little bit out of left field. Uh, okay. If I, you have, I used to be a left fielder. Sorry, continue. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I got bullied. Anyway, finish. <laughs> okay, if you have somebody in your room. Who is somebody participating in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Olympics. We're watching Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> that is a throwback. Yeah, and if you get that joke, <laughs> you're a true no fucks podhead. Um, Ew. Is that what they're going to be called now? Wait, no. I actually did a poll on our Instagram once. It was like, yeah, it was too early though. It was too early. It was like fuckers uh-huh. or fuckheads. Well, it's too soon. Whatever. Let's um, re-ask when we get to 100 listeners. Stop. Anyway, um, okay, so if, if you have somebody in here watching Kung, Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. where is Bibby during the encounter? What time of day is it? Does that depend? Yes. Okay, okay. She sleeps in the room with me. Uh-huh. Well, sometimes. Sometimes she's an asshole and won't come in the room, and I'm like, sleep out there then, and she screams outside my door. So if it's nighttime, and let's say Kung Fu Panda ends and, like, we turn on Kung Fu Panda 2. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be a while. She's in her bed. If the person is chill, the cage stays open. If not, I just close the door. If it's daytime and like she's she's going to go out there and occupy herself, uh-huh. she's outside. Wait, like, so is, but is she in here when you're watching Kung Fu Panda? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. There have been times it, she doesn't interfere. This is back when I was in a relationship where we're done and just kind of airing out our bodies. <laughs> don't act like you don't know what we're talking about. And though. she, she'll like jump up and like start sniffing shit. And I'm like, you gotta go. You gotta go. Have you ever been in a room with a pet when you're, you know, well, I ask this question. and they look at you, you make eye contact no. with your pet. No, <laughs> that I have never felt more dirty in my life. Cause they know than, what's fucking going on. Yeah. They're a little too interested sometimes. I'm like, I'm getting out of the shower. I'm like, why the fuck are you looking at me right now? Don't look at me. I ask this because I <laughs> This have... cat has licked her pussy on my pillow before. She disrespectful on a daily basis. That's really disrespectful. <laughs> well, one time I was watching Kung Fu Panda with somebody. Uh-oh. And their roommate had a cat that mm-hmm. was besties with him, whatever. <laughs> whatever. We finished watching Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. went to sleep. In the morning... Mm-hmm. I hear a jingly sound. Sure. I say, what is that? 
kind of waking up. He's kind of waking up. And then, um, the, there was a cat, the cat was under his bed uh-huh. the whole night. And I'm like, hmm, when did this cat come in here? Was the cat there the whole time? Because the cat was there the whole time. Under the bed? Mm-hmm. <gasps> While we were watching Kung Fu Panda. Oh my God. A little trip to the amusement park, if you will. That made me feel... Thunderdome. Some type of way. It made me feel like... hmm, Just a couple of cats purring in the same room. It made... um, (laughs) I felt like I didn't want to traumatize the cat because I didn't know he was there. Uh Uh-huh. No... They, they like fist bumped before. You're like, if you stay quiet, you can stay in here. <laughs> God, we need to be better, Taylor. I hope he's happy and I hope you have moved on and healed. That's all I hope for both of you. I, one time, like talking about setting a vibe and then we can end on this. <laughs> I did. It was like, it must have been around an anniversary or I was just like, they're going to love this. <laughs> they didn't even love me. Anyway. Is, is that lingerie? <laughs> no lingerie. Although I do own some. Anyway, I we're, we're getting raw. Raw and open and vulnerable on this podcast. Let me know what you want me to edit out, girlfriend. I don't care. I really don't care. Um I I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna live it up. I'm gonna show them show them what's up. We um get out of the shower, into the room, and in the room, pre prepared, rose petals. From the door leading up to onto the bed. Mm. There's tea lights scattered, like candles scattered throughout the room. The good old sex playlist is playing. I said, okay, Google, dim the lights, baby girl. And Google said, have fun, you sexy motherfucker. The, like, it smells good. The, the sound is good. Like, the vibe is set. And they're like, oh, my God. And it, it works. And we start to watch Kung Fu Panda. And the, we needed some space on the bed. And so I throw the pillow off the bed. The pillow lands on a lit candle. Pillow catches on fire. Mm. I'm like, oh shit. Like, get the pillow to stop being on fire. The candle tips over, <gasps> hot wax and open flame touches the carpet in a rental. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> vibe ruined vibe immediately. Instantly killed. <laughs> wow. When you're trying to make love and you catch your room on fire, big move. Kung Fu Panda couldn't even save that one. Wow. Yeah. So when you're curating a vibe, yeah. just be careful. Just be aware of any open flames. Place you your open flames. And that's that's just a metaphor for life, honestly. Be aware of your own open flames. God damn, you're Cause, on fire. Because they're, <laughs> they're hot, but they do bite back. And I'm counting on it. Do you know wow. what I mean? <laughs> that was... <laughs> this episode is a lot of fun, Really vibes. special episode. Um Thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. Um, please let us know how you would curate a vibe. Yes. If you had someone special coming over to watch Kung Fu Panda. Uh-huh. Are you fashionable? Yes or no? There's a gun to your head. Put an outfit together. The answer may it. surprise you. <laughs> um, we drop new episodes every Tuesday. Sure do. Um, and you can follow us on Apple Podcasts uh-huh. or Spotify Podcasts. Yes, 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 yes. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram. Um, and now TikTok, it's just at NoFucksPod. Yeah. We ship post, y'all. We, we really do be ship posting. We're experimenting with TikTok because it's the way of the future. It is the way of the future. And I have to say it's a lot of fun. It's so Because fun. we've given ourselves permission to just off the cuff. Does it need to make sense? Absolutely not. Yeah. Am I going to post when, when we're done? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I already have an idea. Uh, oh. Okay, shit. Um, so follow us there. We have a website, uh, nofuckspod.com. Yeah. And a Gmail address, nofuckspod at gmail.com, where you can send us questions, concerns, um, medical uh, things that you're 
worried about. Um, um, but if it's an emergency, call 911. Call 911, but then let us know. Don't actually. Yes, yes, yes. What am I missing? I feel like um, I feel like that's it. Would you say this episode was a sleigh or? Oh, big sleigh. Big sleigh. Big sleigh. Big sleigh. Everybody enjoy Pride Month. Um, go out there, be gay. Be gay while you can because the, the government's club. coming. Ask someone to make, make out, out with them. With consent from your boyfriend, please. If they say no. Gracefully Bow. walk away. Yeah. Um, go watch Trixie Motel. Go watch Trixie Motel. Because we're about to. We are about to. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, see you guys next week. Oh my God, I'm excited. Um, on that note, I have no follow-up questions. I have no follow-up questions either. Bye. Bye.